You're listening to the Brandon Bishop Podcast. Here he is, the owner of Asai TV, lead singer of the One-Eyed Buffalo, former pro wrestler, former army soldier, published author, cat lover, host of Go There, Eat That, Super Proud Dad, and all that, Brandon Bishop. Hello friends, this is your pal Brandon Bishop here, welcome to the Brandon Bishop Podcast. Yes, I selfishly selfishly named it, much like I've named my son Brandon Anthony Bishop, that's his name, that's my name, it's the name of this podcast, it's the name of my new YouTube channel, yes, apparently I'm a 16 year old kid now with a YouTube channel, but we're going to talk about all the plugs and uh, stuff in our meat section when i'm when i'm ready to stick the meat which is the meat of this episode when i'm when i'm going to put my meat in your ears then that's where we'll talk about Asai tv and the book and cuz this is a this is going to be the most selfish and slightly pissed off episode i think i've ever done and i know what you're thinking wow brandon you've done some uh some extremely pissed off things already in these 30 almost 40 episodes that you've done Yes, I have. Yes, I have. I have to agree with you. My blood pressure skyrocketed in a few of these, and it just might do it today because, you know, the stuff, the shit. And and it's not that I'm going stir crazy. It's not that I'm going insane from being locked in or quarantined, whatever you call it. It's not that I'm just, you know, having all this anxiety because of the actual virus. It's none of that at all. It's it's the effect of it. It, It's some of, you know, shit that you people are doing. It's, It's how it's, you know, hitting home. And I'm just, I'm fucking pissed off right now, okay? I'm not in a good mood at all. I am, uh, like, uh, what am I trying to say here? (laughs) I am like a caged freaking tiger right now. Not like, you know, the ones at the Tiger King that has the the guy with the mullet and that whole awful thing. Um, I'm just, I'm supposed to be on the road, man. I'm supposed to be making, you know, a living with my cameras and my creativity and my own hands and my brain. And I'm sitting here, you know, doing a goddamn YouTube channel, which I like it. I'm actually having fun with it. It's occupying my time. It's giving me an outlet. It's, but I'm sitting in front of a green screen with all these damn studio lights and cameras and stuff on me. And I'm feeling like an idiot. I mean, honestly, it's, but that's not even why I'm really pissed off. The main reason I'm pissed off is my mom lost her job. She's worked at, you know, either Oakwood or Beaumont Hospital up in Michigan for 33 plus years, 33 plus years. And it's a hospital. I thought, you know, if any industry would be booming at the moment, it would be the the, the hospital or the, oh, Let me drink some coffee real quick. I know that's not why you logged on or clicked on the play button to listen to Brandon drink coffee. Or maybe it is. Maybe you got some weird fetish out there. Who knows? Mm. I got this Starbucks uh, creme brulee coffee. It's at any store. Go get it. It's fantastic. But yeah, my mom lost her job after 33 years. She was going to retire in a year anyways, but now that's been forced upon her. You know, when you're in your 60s, and you've done just about everything as right as you can possibly do it. 
by their system, by their standards, and by their, I mean, the, the overall system, when you just get up and you go to work every day and you do your part and you pay your fucking taxes and you, and you don't break any laws and you're not even getting speeding tickets. And my mom is a, my mom is a really an amazing person from what she came from in the depths of Detroit. And you can go back and listen to one of the very first episodes I've ever done where I interviewed her. And, and she can tell her story. We may get her back on the phone again in a, in a, maybe even next week. She did everything, man. She came out of the slums of the ghetto in Detroit. And she lives in a very nice house and drives a very nice car. She had a very good job, you know. I mean, one of those 30 bucks an hour type jobs, I think. And has everything that she's ever wanted. She's still haunted by her past. Still trying to deal with that. And then she's like, you know what? I'm finally going to pay off all my debt. I'm going to be done in a year. Just one fucking year. And then they pull the rug out from under her. Oh, here's a severance check. Here's some unemployment. And uh, fuck you. A hospital. So that's why I'm pissed off. I'm, I'm more... that. It's probably kicking my ass more than it's kicking her ass, which, you know, she's very good at hiding things from me. My, her mom was the same way, like, you know, till the day she passed away, basically, she was hiding everything from us because she didn't want to worry us. You know, it's good intentions. My mom's guilty of that, too, and I'm guilty of that as well. I don't want people to feel sorry for me or be worried about me, and I get it. <coughs> I have a banana here. I'm on a diet again, which could be another reason that I'm pissed the fuck off. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what my diet is. It's just, it's simple, people. You eat right. Eat fruit and vegetables and lean meats and no sugars and pastas and ridiculous processed foods. You know how to lose weight. Get a little bit of exercise in when you can. and Or get a lot of exercise in now that we have this opportunity to get a lot of exercise in. Mm. I love bananas. I heard if you eat two bananas a day, it does wonderful things for you. So I'm going to be eating two bananas a day and an avocado a day and a cucumber a day. Mm, let me lean back from the microphone for a second because I can't stand the sound of people eating. And the fact that I'm, I eat with my mouth shut. I can't stand people that smack their lips. It, all you like open mouth eaters out there are just disgusting. Stop that. It's gross. Even if it's gum, knock it off. Okay? I am in a bad mood today, man. It fucked with my mom. You know, I mean, I know that's selfish. And I told you, this whole episode's going to be selfish. And that's fine. We're allowed to be selfish, okay? I think I've given enough charity in my life. I think I've raised uh, awareness for enough things in my life to have enough credit to be selfish for one goddamn episode of my own self-named podcast. I'm pissed off. And it wasn't that I wasn't pissed off before about people losing their jobs and their businesses going under. And But, you know, when it hits your mom and she gets laid off for practically no fucking reason... Kind of strikes a little bit of a nerve, huh? So, yeah, but she's going to be okay. She's a strong woman. Like I said, she came out of nothing, man. And she's not going to go back to that. She's already done that. She's already tasted that. She's got enough in the tank and in the bank, I hope, to 
push through this thing. And I feel like shit because I'm sitting here losing my ass as well. And I can't do anything about it for her. I can't help her. I can't hire her for a side TV like I want to. Handle the books. You know, here, here's all the shit that I don't want to do. You know, <laughs> do, do the administrative stuff that I suck at, please, because she's really good at stuff like that. <sighs> Fuck. But yeah, selfishly, I got to put the spotlight back on me now because we've lost tons of subscribers for SI TV. All of my Colorado Springs business stuff that I do with the Colorado Springs channel is on hold, if not indefinitely, because people are too afraid to open up their pocketbooks. And I've made this thing so damn cheap, so inexpensive for some high quality film work and all that. You know, it's the whole 22 thing I was telling you about before in the podcast was uh, that's on hold. I've actually turned the lights off on that for now. That's not even on the back burner. That is taking the pot and putting it back under the sink. All these road trips, all these business promotional films I should be filming right now. It's all gone, man. Thousands of dollars. I'm having trouble paying my rent and my rent is nothing. And I had a shitty winter, man. I'm telling you, I always have a slow winter. But this winter was the worst one I've ever had since doing business. And I, I, you, when you're when you're doing your, your self-employed thing, when you're running your own business, it's it's always a crapshoot. You never know, like when the ebbs and tides and flows are going to be. You, you don't know. I mean, success comes sometimes out of nowhere, and failure often it does the same. It's it, it either kisses you on the lips or kicks you in the nuts. Being a, being a business owner, and I own various businesses, and you know what? They're all suffering right now. I'm suffering financially. I'm healthy. I'm fine. My kid's fine. Mentally, I'm just a little stressed. I know we all are. But like I said, I'm being selfish. This is my podcast, and I'm going to tell you what I'm going through. And now to pile that on, you know, with my mom losing her job on top of that, it's like, motherfucker, okay. And then you got this dipshit president that probably half of you support, uh, we're going to, you know, inject uh, disinfectant into the lungs and what the? I think he's been made fun of enough. Uh, then again, I don't think you could ever be made fun of enough for saying the fucking dumb shit that our fucking president is saying to people. If one person dies from ingesting bleach or overly UV raying themselves to death and gets cancer, that motherfucker should be thrown in jail. Literally, if not hung if one person dies from his stupidity, his advice, his fucking stupidity. <sighs> Fuck, man. What kind of world are we living in, dude? I mean, seriously. What are we doing right now? I don't know. I'm here to to talk to you for about an hour or something like that after I take another bite of this banana. Mm. I can feel the potassium just running through my system at the moment. So good. I'm not going to get back into conspiracy theories or anything like that, but I tell you what, you fucked with my mom. <laughs> You're fucking with my business, which is like a baby to me. I'm very passionate about it. If there is somebody out there, man, that's causing this shit, I'm coming for you, baby. If we find out someday that it's all just big one one big 
global conspiracy, an experiment in martial law, and I'm coming for you. I don't care the repercussions, man. I don't care. I got nothing to lose. I'm coming for you. I don't care who you are. I know billionaires can afford, you know, good security, but I have a ski mask and a crossbow right now. I'll figure it out. I'm coming for you. And yes, that's a threat. You can take it however you want. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm just a sheep like all of you. You know, we we have no choice in this matter. I just want to make my ends meet. I just want to wake up with a smile and go to bed with that same smile. I just want my mom to be happy. I'm not saying she's not. I'm just saying I want her to be content and comfortable with no question marks in her future. And we always will have question marks, but just no obvious, unneeded, unheeded, stupid question marks in front of us. I want my kid to have an amazing life. Well, you know, I don't. Is that really asking much, universe? Is that really asking much? What kind of sacrifice do you need for me that I haven't already done? Here I am talking to the universe, which is really no different than talking to Jesus or whatever imaginary God you guys have out there. <clears throat> Maybe I'll try Allah. Maybe I'll be a Muslim. Okay, Allah. Allah, Allah, Allah. I tell you what. Um, I'll make a deal with you, Allah. <laughs> I'm going to go with Zeus next, okay? So just hold on. Allah, uh, if you're up there, Allah. La, 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 la. Um, <clears throat> I guess that means something to you because I hear it all the time. Allah Akbar, whatever. Um, yeah. Give me some good luck. And then afterwards, I'll come up there and I'll destroy 72 virgins for you, okay? Is that because that's what you need for me, right? I'll do your bidding. I'm not going to bomb anybody. I'm not going to do any of that stupid shit, but just, uh, yeah, I'll do your bidding and uh, give me success while I'm on earth. And then you can have my soul. I'm converting right now, by the way, to Islam. I don't, is this how you do it? I don't know. Okay, Zeus, um, <laughs> I know you're probably up there. You have the same probabilities as Jesus and God and Allah and Horus and, uh, you know, you name it. Yeah. What, okay, whatever God is listening right now, you have me take my soul. Satan, hey, if you're down there too, Satan, please take my soul and uh, just give me success on this earth. Make sure my kid and my mom are taken care of and the people that I love around me. Give me the success that I've been working so desperately hard for, and you can have my soul. And uh, actually, the Allah thing sounds pretty good with 72 virgins. Not that a virgin would know what to do with me. Uh, I would have to teach like 72 of them. And then what happens after you nail them once? They're not really virgins anymore, are they? Wait a minute. Do you get 72 virgins and you're not allowed to nail them? <clears throat> that, that is hell right there. It's like, all right, ladies, <laughs> it's time. Line up. Oh, wait, what? I can't do anything with them? They're just virgins forever. Well, what the fuck? Does that include oral sex? I mean, if I'm just getting blowjobs from 72 women, do I get to choose the women? Because we all have our preferences, not to be shallow, but I mean, you know, I'm Brandon freaking Bishop. I have a high level of uh, expectations with my women here. Why they choose me, I have no idea. But, um, yeah. I'm pretty perplexed. I have a lot of questions for Allah. So before I commit to that, um, Ares, if you're up there, uh, Hercules was half God. Maybe he's half up. Anyways, I'm um, stalling. I'm pissed off. 
And uh, I'm going to be self. I'm pissed off and selfish. That's the theme of this show. Pissed off and selfish. Me, Brandon Bishop. Now let's get to the mother freaking headlines. It's time for the headlines, baby. Let's get funky. Okay, we haven't done this properly um, in a while. I... <laughs> Let's get to these headlines, man. Let me see. I'm going to go to eight, uh, NBC News. Oh, Jesus, Trump. Come on, man. Why, why the fuck is Donald Trump our president? Who the fuck did that? Did you do that? You know, I'm, I don't want to be the guy that just has a, a presidential, you know, anti-president diatribe rant every single episode. But God damn it, you're forcing me out of it. Forcing me into it. I need more coffee. I'm almost out. Mm. Starbucks creme brulee. It's amazing. I'm going to skip over that story. I kind of already talked about it. Done with it. Driver wearing N95 mask passes out and crashes. Well. <laughs> oh, fucking people. You, you got to just have common sense. You know, it's not. Why are you wearing your, I mean, like, was there people in the car with him? I, why, why was he wearing a mask while driving? You, you're in a car. A driver wearing an N95 mask appeared to have passed out behind a wheel, crashed in Lincoln Park, New Jersey. Uh, the crash was reported Thursday, according to blah, blah, blah. 49-year-old woman, woman was hospitalized with non-life-threatening. Okay. Yeah, messed up her car. <laughs> it's stupid. What else? Let's get through this. Blue Angels, Air Force Thunderbirds to perform flyovers in honor of frontline workers. Okay, more symbolism. Maybe take the money that it costs to do that in fuel and uh, give that to them instead. I mean, yeah, sure, it's cool. It's it's patriotic. It's symbolic. But yeah, I mean, they could probably use the money more than looking at a plane fly over. Oh, look, they're they're thinking of us. Coast Guard releases video of oil tankers lined up off coast. <clears throat> okay. Off what coast? Oh, Southern California coast. Ocean traffic uh, apparently caused by an oversupply of fuel and a lack of demand as residents stay home. <laughs> you have places to put reserve I'm sure the reserves are getting filled up quick, but that's actually a good thing. Put that fucking oil and fuel in the reserves and it'll be there. So as soon as this thing is done and we can all get out of our house and drive willy nilly wherever we want to. Did I just say willy nilly? Ugh. It's not one of my favorite terms at all. But then we have that. So gas prices won't go from a dollar twenty, whatever they are right now, to freaking five bucks as soon as we can leave. Because you know that's what's going to happen. The airlines are going to spike their ticket cost and gas prices are going to go through the freaking roof as soon as we're allowed to be human again. So, yeah, I have that. So it kind of, you know, you can go back up to whatever the normal is. <clears throat> Amazon workers stage a sick out rally to push for warehouse changes. Okay. Hundreds of Amazon tech and fulfillment center employees called out on Friday, called out sick on Friday, uh, rallying virtually, that's good, to protest what they see are unsafe and unethical working conditions for more than 
800,000 people the company employs around the world. The Sick Out was uh, organized through an all-day live stream broadcast on YouTube and Facebook Live and uh, kicked off with speeches from recently fired Amazon workers, uh, followed by two warehouse workers in Poland who said their working conditions have also been unsafe and uh, during the pandemic. 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 Um, yeah, okay. Uh, maybe you should have done a walkout uh, when they started paying you 10 bucks an hour. Okay? You, you, you know, I know a job is a job. And I know Amazon is absolutely freaking huge. It's only like second to what, Walmart or something like that. But they're not paying these people anything. I was going, I went to the like little citizens uh, thing, like, I can't remember what it's called, whatever, the El Paso County thing here in uh, Colorado Springs to uh, fill out some paperwork for a business thing. And they had a job fair that day for Amazon. And it was an entry level part time type of thing. Of course, and it was uh, it may even have been seasonal. They were paying these people eight fifty an hour, eight fifty an hour in two thousand and twenty. I made eight fifty an hour back in the nineties, early nineties. What the fuck, man? This is Amazon. This Bezos guy has billions of dollars. Like there's billions of dollars, and then there's billions of dollars. Take one of those billions of dollars, okay, out of the hundreds of billions of dollars, and pay your fucking employees right. I don't care if they're part-time. I don't care if they're seasonal. Pay them right. They'll do the job right. It goes with any business. If you make your employees happy, then they're more prone to actually do the job. So, yeah, there's that. Um, <clears throat> everything else is uh, <laughs> all Donald Trump's uh, uh, bleach in UV light speech. <laughs> He's dumber than a box of Pringles, okay? Uh, fuck, man. I just saw another one that looked all right. Um, Lysol. Lysol maker warns against in internal use of disinfectants after Trump's statement. Uh, there's a video for this one. Hang on. Let's see if I can even play it. Oh, of course, there's a commercial before that. Here we go. This morning, medical experts are nearly unanimous in saying that trying unproven treatments can prove to be very dangerous, especially ingesting or injecting disinfectants. In fact, the maker of Lysol has issued a warning this morning concerning that people may try it. The maker of Lysol is saying we must be clear that under no circumstances should our disinfectant products be administered into the human body through injection, ingestion, or any other route as with all products, our disinfectant and hygiene products uh, should I can't. only be used I can't. as intended. I just, and I just can't. With usage guidelines. Right, shut the hell up. So shut up. This morning, medical... This morning, uh. medical Oh, my God. That's like impossible. I hit the stop button like 10 times. Prick. Didn't we learn anything from Tide Pods, people? <laughs> oh, my goodness. And you know what? Lysol and bleach companies and places that sell disinfectants. It's not up to you. You do enough by placing the warning on your product. You've done enough. 
and maybe put out a tweet or some kind of a statement. Sure, I get it, but fuck, man, it's not your fault. I mean, you do enough damage to the planet, so I mean, you can be blamed for that, but this is not your fault. This is the stupidity of a president. This is the stupidity of the people that trust the president. This is the stupidity of society in general. You don't need to put out any statements. This is a natural selection type of thing right here. Let them thin themselves out, because honestly... If you're stupid enough to drink bleach, if you're stupid enough to spray Lysol down your throat or maybe mix it up in a nice cocktail, you're a fucking idiot. And you probably, you know, I'm not going to say you deserve to die because I don't think anybody does. But the George Carlin in me that's in my DNA, uh, not because we're family, but because I've been a fan my whole life is like, you know, fucking (laughs) just do it. Go ahead. Do it. Thin out the herd. Ah, fuck, man. Take a deep breath. And you people are still going to vote for this guy, aren't you? Most of you will probably vote because I don't want Joe Biden. Why? I know he's no different than Hillary or Obama or anything, but he would never tell people. (laughs) Or even mildly suggest to ingest disinfectants. Oh, fuck, man. It's the conspiracy theory again. Maybe the virus didn't kill enough people. So, you know, I'll tell you what, let's get that Trump idiot to say this. There it is. It's like a fucking, I mean, it's always like a bad reality show. Even a Clinton, Obama, Bush days, absolutely, it's a bad reality TV show. But this is like fucking Jerry Springer bad. God damn it. Yeah, the EPA saying the same thing, reminding people to use disinfectants only on surfaces. This is unbelievable, man. What I'm this is like seriously, sometimes you just gotta stop. Cause I know this has been accumulative and it's like, okay, they're slowly getting us used to the stupidity, but let's go back ten years. Okay, just ten years. Could you imagine if Obama was president? Or even the fucking idiot Bush. Or even that idiot Bill Clinton. Could you imagine these headlines? People expect Trump to be a fucking idiot. They don't... It's like, okay, if you've never been punched in the face before, that first time you get punched, it's like, oh, fuck, that sucked. I was a pro wrestler, and you you may call it fake or whatever you want to call it, but no, we punch each other in the face, okay? We hit each other hard. Especially me. I love being hit and I love to hit back. Got to make it look legit. Got to suspend that disbelief. But after about 20 punches in the face, you're like, all right, fuck it. It's just a punch in the face. That's what it's like now. We're all used to getting punched in the face. We're all used to getting kicked in the nuts now. And it's just one stupid thing after another. And and you guys are still supporting them, aren't you? It's right. Mm -hmm. Fucking idiots. I swear to God, fucking idiots. And I don't believe in the electoral system. I think it's all predetermined. It's faker than wrestling. Trust me. <sighs> Joe Biden's going to be another John Kerry, Michael Dukakis, Walter Mondale type. You know, he's just going to he's going to run and he's going to lose because there's too many of us out here. Too many of us out here that trust in Jesus and trust in Trump on the same fucking level. And they're both fucking not real. <laughs> I think Donald Trump's a like cocaine head. I can almost guarantee you he's blowed out of his fucking mind before every press conference. 
All this stuff's going to come out eventually. I may be long dead by then, but eventually this shit's going to come out. Oh, boy. People are fighting because people aren't wearing masks. I'm not going to wear a fucking mask. I don't really leave anywhere. And if I do, it's just down at the store down the street. Everyone has a mask, so that means uh, I don't have to wear one, right? I I can't cover this face. This is how I make my money. Have you seen this face? Oh, my God. You think I'm going to put a mask over it? Anyway, that's the headlines, man. My headlines, personally, are... I'm getting my ass kicked financially by this thing. My businesses are suffering and my mom lost her fucking job. That's the headlines that I care about. We got to take care of our inner circles. If we all take care of our inner circles, if I take care of my son, my mom, my business partners and my business and my immediate friends, then fine. If you did the same thing with just those inner circles, then eventually we all take care of each other. No one can solve everyone's problems. I certainly fucking can't. You can't solve my problems unless you want to write me a nice check or just subscribe to my fucking network. Anyways, I'm going to get to that later. I'm, I'm still in a bad mood. I mean, kind of even, I'm, I'm in a weird mood now. Speaking of weird, let me call somebody. Yeah, let me call somebody. I'm going to call my friend Luke. He's going through some shit right now that might pertain to this subject as well. Luke Walker with Wrestling with Ghosts, the show on Asai TV. He really has that as a ringtone still. What is it, 1996? Shomer Shabbos. What's with that ringtone, man? Are we back in 95? What's going on? Dude, I don't know how to change it. It's been attached to my phone for 10 years. I, I know it has. Probably more than that, 20 years. Yeah, I've been with Verizon since uh, before it was Verizon, so yeah, who knows? No, but I'd, I would prefer just a... I mean... Hey, man, if I could change it, I would. I don't I, know how to do that. I, I am never calling you again, Luke, okay? I'm never calling you again. I don't even know how to check my voicemail. (laughs) (laughs) They made that shit way too complicated. Speaking of complicated, man, what's going on with you? You're you're unemployed, getting ready to start a new job, waiting on checks. What has this whole thing done to you personally, man? Because I just kind of went over some of the stuff that's going on with me. We're struggling, brother. You know, I mean, it's it's not even like fun or funny or even like, haha, we're going to laugh at this someday. This could affect us for a long time as my business. Like I said, my mom just got fired from her job after 33 years because of this. Tell me what's going no, on my, with you. My my my, my situation is aggravating. On the uh, at the beginning of the month, I was working as a you know besides all the weird stuff me and you do. I, my my shoot job pew, 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 was to work at uh, I was you know overnight supervisor at a hotel, and I quit that job because it was just getting stupid there. And I took a, another job in in uh, as a retail supervisor, and I turned in my two weeks and. Went in to do the retail, you know, fill out the paper for my retail supervisor job and immediately got laid off because of the coronavirus. And that was March 12th. Um, and then I applied for unemployment on, on the 15th and I still have yet to hear. Well, I, I heard something today from unemployment. I have not got a single, uh, you know, anything from unemployment. But today they change it. Jesus. And today they changed my status to waiting on job, uh, waiting on my employer, which means that now they're trying to call the new place that I went to work, which there's nobody there to answer. And that after 10 business days of them waiting, then they finally just say, screw it and go ahead and try to approve you, which once they try to approve you after another 10 days, 
it's 10 to 14 days before you actually see money. So I'm going to go over two months of being unemployed, not by choice, without seeing a penny from uh, unemployment. And by then, I'll, I'll be working. So, you know, are they going to back pay me for the two months that I didn't work that they, they should have paid me or, or what, what? I don't know what they're going to do. And in the meantime, you know, like I'm going through this right now, like landlords and, you know, bill collectors can only wait so damn long because they have people to answer to as well. So it's it's a it's a conundrum, man. I mean, honestly, if they're going to tell people, in my opinion, if they're going to tell people that you can't leave your house, if you're locked in, if you're quarantined then they need to shut the whole economy down and say, look, your bills aren't due. That's what they did in Canada. I mean, Canada, yeah. no, but rent's on hold. Everything's on hold until this thing, you know, passes. And why the fuck can't we figure this shit out? Are we just too big? Are we just too, I mean, people are fucked. Well, what makes no sense about it is when they started this all, the, 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 the main priority was to get, uh, you know, they said that they were going to waive all these unemployment restrictions so people could get their unemployment approved in immediately instead of having to wait three weeks. It's been 38 days that I've been on a, that I, that I've been waiting. And I mean, that, is that is that immediately? Is that immediate? 38 days, and it's going to end up being closer to to, to 55. By the time I hear it, it's that what they should have done is not close everything down. And I hate to be this guy, but, you know, uh, with H1N1, Obama didn't close the thing down. Uh, he, you know, and I guess this is callous and probably is because, like I said, I, my parent or my parents are both in high risk categories. But, you know, hey, man, sometimes you got to let natural selection figure itself out because quarantining us is not going to solve the problem. It's just going to delay the problem. It's instead of, and that was the initial point of it is instead of the hospitals getting overrun immediately, it was to even it out. But, you know, apparently that point has been forgotten because now all these States are, are like, you know, they, they think they're going to kill the, the virus. You know, they're not going to let us go back until the virus is done. Well, look, people are going to die. I'm sorry. People are going to die from from weird shit every day. A tree could fall through my house right now and I could die. I'm sorry. It's but you cannot hold a nation hostage because 50,000 people are going to die. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's one of those things that has no right answers. No, not at all. Because and, that's a terrible answer. What I just said is terrible. It's terrible. <clears throat> it's exactly what Obama did with H1N1. You know, and it, it, it's terrible. But I mean, sometimes you have to face the real facts of life. You have to to, to deal with things as they are, not as you think as you want them to be. You have a and different. That's just how it is. You have a different way of thinking about things, and I've always appreciated it. Um, what, what what are your what is the conspiracy theory here? What is what is is it over fear marketing? Is it, uh, it what is what do you think is the undercut? There's you know there's more. We both know there's more. Everybody knows that there's more. It's just like 9-11, just like JFK, just like the sinking of the Lusitania. There's there's a lot more to this than we'll probably know, ever know. I don't know, if, I don't know if there was a conspiracy theory to start with, but as my uh, former Chicago uh, roots mayor you know, said, Rahm Emanuel said, never let a good 
uh, crisis go to waste. And I think a lot of people, ju- you know, it, it, it's blatantly, blatantly obvious that that the Democrats, which I'm a registered Democrat, that the Democrats are trying to use, do everything they can to po- play politics with this thing. They're trying to destroy Trump over it, which, I mean, they could just let him hang himself. Instead, they got to s- sling a bunch of stupid stuff about it and, you know, claim, you know, say things that he did, you know, he's done this and he did that when they did the exact same things. I, I don't know if there's a conspiracy behind it, but I definitely think that Republicans are being Republicans and Democrats are being Democrats. And if that's not proof by Ruth Chris getting Ruth Chris Steakhouse getting $20 million from a small business loan and my man Funkmaster B who owns a cab company uh, can't even get $1,000 because the money's run out, uh, Harvard Business School that has got eight, you know, an $80 billion endowment has got, you know, just, just got, you know, something like $70 million. The, the Pelosi throwing in the school of arts funding and everything. It's it's Republicans being Republicans and Democrats being Democrats. And they're all using this thing to their advantage. When I said, I don't think it's conspiracy theory. I do think that, uh, you know, and it's kind of being proven that uh, this uh, whole thing was, was accidentally released from a laboratory in Wuhan, China, uh, China definitely uh, shaded over a bunch of stuff that, 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 you know, they, the World Health Organization is not is not got the world's health in its interest. How how scary is that to live in a country where the World Health Organization is not working in the best interest of the world's health? We also have to realize I, that these are funded by governments and they're basically lobbyists. I mean, they're yep. it's a yeah. Like I said, there's no right answers. It's all a giant club. You and I, Luke, are unfortunately we're not in it. You know, so we're trying to well, form our own little clubs and do our own little is, things. I think this is exposed a lot. I think it really has exposed the fact that we and I God, as much as I hate to say this, this is kind of proven some of the things that Trump was saying was right. And I hate admitting that. But, you know, he was saying we need to stop relying on China. We need to drink, bring our jobs back from China. We need to impose tariffs on China. We need to rework our, our deals with China. And then when it comes down to it and, and it, you know, we need all this medical supplies and all these medical supplies that we should have, they're all made in China. It's it, we, we I mean, maybe that's exposed. Maybe maybe this will work out for the better in some in, in some aspects where we can we can start bring, you know, I am not one to be on the, you know, America and nobody else thing, but I am one for, for, for America should be first. We should make our things here. We should, every country that can self-sustain should self-sustain. But for some reason we are in these weird corporate capitalist demonic entity places where uh, the cor- the, 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 the corporations have sold us out to other countries to make money instead of, you know, working on America's best interests. And the government hasn't helped that by taxing the crap out of corporations. So they have to leave this country. I was hoping, and I don't think this is going to happen now, but in the beginning of this, I was hoping, like, I, I won't say the word praying, but I was, <laughs> I was definitely hoping that this would be something that could bring the earth together. The citizens, not the governments and the people that own the planet, which we know exist, the the citizens there's, of this planet. I was hoping it would bring us together, but I don't think it's gonna. 
I think it's going to push us farther apart. Uh, Unity is a pipe dream because I'll tell you why. We have gone from unity cannot happen. Uh, We can all pull together is a lie. It's bullshit. We can't all pull together because we're all too polarized. The right, they don't want you to, they don't want to meet in the middle. The left doesn't want to meet in the middle. They don't want compromise. They want capitulation. Either you're with them or you're their enemy. And with with that being, you know, 20% of the country is, it feels that way on the right. 20% feels on the left. There's 60% of a silent majority in the middle going, would you guys just do something together? We And that's where the, 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 the illusion of unity comes through is because 60% of the country is going, hey, guys, we can work together. But we can't because there's 40% of the country that is so polar opposite that they refuse to work together. Unity will never happen. And, and mostly because, and, and let's be blunt, blunt and honest here, because Luke doesn't bring potato salad to the party. Luke brings the thunder. We're too stupid. I um, I disagree because I, I think that in a, a global crisis, like, okay, there's a meteor heading towards the earth. Okay, we're being attacked by aliens or the zombie apocalypse finally happens or something like that. That would initially... Not in the long run by any means because everyone's selfish and the whole theme of this episode here today is me being selfish and talking about my shit. Um, But I think that I was hoping like something like a global pandemic, like a a virus like this could at least bring us together enough. And, And to a point it has but not nearly at the level that I was hoping for. I think it. I think it's brought smart people together because there's smart. You know, like I said, it, it, there's no such thing as equality. It's it's a myth because people are separate. People are indiv- individuals. People are different. And there's also leaders and there's followers. And the real there's no you know class and money isn't what separates us. It's intelligence and strength. And intelligent and strength and strong people can come together. The problem we're having now is our leaders are playing politics, and that is driving us all apart because. Because there's so many stupid idiot sheep that follow those leaders that will never allow us to, to work together, that will never uh, allow us to achieve a common goal, even the national catastrophe, even after 9-11. Uh, we, you know, we, mo- a lot of us came together as Americans, and then all of a sudden people remember that George Bush is a dick. You know, it, it's, it's we, we can't. We can't come together because everything that we we think, all this love and 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 compassion and hope and faith, it's all an illusion because we have such divisive political beliefs, which are ridiculous to have because nobody's right. Exactly. That's what I'm, I. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. There are no right answers. None of us know anything in the grand scheme of things. And the only things that we should be separated on are character, action, and skills. I've said that a thousand times on this show. So, uh, Luke, uh, give me a quick plug before I let you go, man. Um, I appreciate everything you had to say. I appreciate your situation. And, uh, you know, we're all rooting for each other here. We are our own little group. All right. No matter what, I, no matter what I've said, I'm actually a comedy writer. Uh, uh, check out some of our comedy bits and our uh, Big and Funky's Paranormal Show, Wrestling with Ghosts. You can catch that at, at uh, some of the episodes are up on YouTube. All the comedy bits are Big N Funky, Big the letter N Funky Productions on YouTube, and of course, watch us all day long on a side TV. Because Asai TV is the place to be, babies. Because Asai TV has over 5,000 hours of original programming. And if you're not signed up for it, what are you doing listening to this podcast, you fool? <laughs> Did you say 5,000 hours? Holy shit. What was it? It's uh, around 650 hours. That's, you know. Hey, 
Still pretty good. Kiss fade. Kiss fade. <laughs> All right, man. I'll be talking to you soon, and uh, keep keep us entertained, why don't you? All right. Peace out, brother. That's Luke Walker from uh, Wrestling with Ghosts. You can catch them on a side TV, and uh, <sighs> I like that guy, man. I like that guy. I want to make another call. I'm trying to call people that have businesses that are just going through, uh, you know, stuff. Like I, I got my friend here. Uh, I call him the goat. His name's Michael. Let me give him a call real quick. He's my tattoo guy, and I know he's been shut down for a couple weeks. Yo. Hey, it's the goat. What up? This is your good friend, Brandon Bishop. You've altered my body and disformed me several, several times for hours and hours in your chairs, poking your needles into my flesh. Your your, yes, dude, absolutely. And my heart, because I love you to death. <laughs> Wanted to give you a call, man, to see how you're doing. This is a wellness check. Um, I know you're doing good because you're a tough little doing son of okay. a bitch. Uh, but I want to make sure you, the wife, the kids, and uh, mainly what's going on with business. Uh, the family's good, man. The grandkids are good. Everybody's doing good. The business has been rough, man. Uh, they cut us off with the government there on uh, March 20th. And let's so make we it were, make it clear that you're you're a tattoo shop, sinister tattoos. Yeah, yeah I own a tattoo shop, sinister tattoos, the oldest tattoo shop in Colorado Springs, twenty six years strong now. Um, yeah, man, they they really hurt a lot of folks. Uh, I understand why, you know, trying to stop the pandemic and everything, but they put a lot of us out of business instantly, and it really hurt uh, hairdressers, all the musicians. There's so many people, bars, restaurants. Anybody that had a small business, a sole, you know, like just a small mom and pop's business pretty much got shut down. Independent TV and it's, networks. It's been, yeah. It, <laughs> it's, and it's been rough. It's been rough. You, you know, man, you're a business owner. You know, it's uh, it's rough anyway. You know what I mean? It's rough it's, anyway. It's, yeah. It's rough anyway. How long have I, you and I known each other? Over 10 years now? And I, At least. I can't remember a time during that time when I haven't been struggling or you haven't been, you know, struggling with different things there's enough there's enough anxiety there's enough stress in business as it is being a business owner and uh i mean for you to even last 26 years is crazy especially in this yeah, town man. where everyone's so damn selfish yeah that's for sure there's a lot of people in the city that just uh it's a strange city they don't want not a lot of help out there sometimes when you need it especially when you're a satanic tattoo owner you know tattoo shop that help, yeah that don't help any <laughs> upside down crosses and death metal all day I mean, I, I felt at home. I was like, "Oh, I'm learning new music here because I, you know, I like, I like Testament and Megadeth, but this is like way heavier than that. What the hell am I listening to right now? This is crazy." <laughs> yeah, you know, you gotta have variety in your life. No, nah, I love your shop, man. I love your work too. Man. I wouldn't I appreciate you. I, there's no way, unless it's like some super special occasion where I'm being filmed in front of a thousand people or something, that I would let anybody's uh, anybody else put ink in my in my flesh but you. So. Um, Thank you for well, all of that. For that. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. No, I know that I'm, I'm loyal, brother. I'm loyal. I know we haven't done any work together in a couple of years, but uh, I, you're still we'll my get, home. We'll get back. We'll yeah. get back. <laughs> well, I still send people your way all the time, so you know I just uh, I worry about you. So the shop is going to reopen, right? Yes, uh, we've got the okay to go back to work on May first. Uh, so we're just been in the shop cleaning and getting everything ready. And, Hopefully, uh, get back to work, man. That's the hardest thing in my 26 years, man, is, uh, I've never been able to not work, you mm-hmm. know, by the government shut the entire world down almost, you know, it's like, whoa, wait a minute. 
I want to go to work. <laughs> right. I need to go to work. I need to go to work. And I have a job, and, you know, it's, yeah. And I have a job and, and I can still help people out. I can still do things, you know, and not being able to do that really, uh, made me realize how much my job means to myself just as uh, a therapy or just whatever, you know, well, you're an like artist not, above not everything. Being able to, yeah. You're I mean, an artist. I mean, I mean, you have. I'm to. an artist. Yeah. I like to consider myself an artist as well with what I do with the TV shows and the need to be creative all yeah. the time and to express that art is very real. It's it's it it's is. part of who we are. So it's when we can't do that, you know, what do we do, man? What what are you doing in the meantime? Uh, you know, I've been doing stuff around the house for the wife. You know, yard work, stuff like that. Hanging out with my grandsons. You got uh, grandkids painting. now, man. Yeah, two grandkids. That's crazy. Uh, I've been painting a lot. You know, uh, I've been selling paintings, trying to hustle my t-shirts, m- merchandising, you know, stuff like that. A lot of thinking, a lot of self-exploring in my brain, you know, just trying to try to be ready for this uh, this world when we get back to work because I know it's going to be a change. There's going to be a different – the world's going to change, you know, and how is it going to change? Yeah, I've often compared it to, uh, I guess other people are starting to as well. I think I was the very first person on earth. I'm kidding, of course, but uh, to compare it to like nine, <laughs> compare it to 9 11, because after, you know, there's before 9 11 and then there's after 9 11. And it's for real. It's a different act completely, but, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a happening. It's a moment in yeah, history. It is a happening. It's a moment in history. For, yeah, dude, exactly. That's completely exactly. changing the script. So I, it's going to be interesting to see what happens from here on out. And unfortunately, you know, schlubs like you and me have really no say in it. We're just trying to do our own thing and control what we yep. can control. Exactly. So, I mean, they shut us down. They shut us down. We can't work. They change our regulations on us. They change our regulations on us. You know, then you're going to either mold into what they want or get shuffled aside and lose everything. And, and I know we call you the goat. That's your nickname. <laughs> but have you ever felt more like a sheep? I know I, I do. I feel like I have no control over anything right now. I feel like martial law just happened. Not to an ex, you know, extreme uh, right. level, but I mean, it's we have no control, man. They shut your business down because they told you to. I don't feel, I'm not, I wouldn't say I feel like a sheep is more like a puppet or something more of that line, you know, like how they just like the peasant almost. Cause I, cause I don't follow. I still don't fit in. I still don't follow. I'm not, a, I'm not going to follow, you know, I mean, I'm still out doing stuff. I'm still trying to keep my mentality going as opposed to just sitting at home eating and being angry. <laughs> I think you just described me. I'm <laughs> not angry all the time because I've been trying to stay productive and creative, but just eating. Oh my God. The fridge is so yeah. close, dude. The fridge is, oh, man. the fridge is like my roommate. Now it's like, Hey, are you bored? Come on over Watch here. I have wonderful things for you. And I'm grateful that there's food in the fridge. But at the same time, it's like, it just keeps calling me like, Hey, there's a caramel, yeah. there's a caramel apple in here right now. There's burgers. You can make burgers right now. I'm like, fuck. There's a bowl of cereal. <laughs> Here's a bag of cookies. Gotcha. Well, I'm glad grand, you're. Uh, I got my grandkids, so there's munchies everywhere. Oh, of course, yeah. And those don't stick with the grandkids, you know. <laughs> no, they don't. So, but I'm glad you're healthy, man. I'm glad that you got the AOK and yeah. the green light to open back up. I need to get back in your chair soon enough. Send me a link We're to some of your. Back. 
Yeah, send me a link to some of these paintings if you're selling them online because I'd love to share those with people and see what, you know, maybe pick one up myself, man, if I can ever, you know, make a dime again. And uh, uh, Hey, man, I'm just doing commissions. What, what they do is you just tell me what you want painted and I'll paint it for you. Oh, that's freaking awesome, man. You should always be doing that. Yeah. I've tapped into that and it's a nice thing to get back into painting right now. So it's really helping me there. Is there any place that uh, people can look that up or any kind yeah. of? Yeah. Yeah. You can pick us up on, on the Facebook page, you know, Sinister Tattoos is our Facebook page there. I got a uh, Instagram. It's Reverend underscore goat at Sinister Tattoos, I believe. <laughs> uh, I can't remember all these uh, I don't There's know. so many I'm not good with the technical stuff man. Dude but, we both need to hire like 16 year olds To handle all our social media shit Because I can't I can't I can't Yeah man It's uh, But yeah they can. All my Facebook is out there For Sinister Tattoos I'm always posting paintings And tattoos and Any kind of artwork You know I can do anything That people want I do some airbrushing sometimes On cars Stuff like that too So that's cool, man. Well, you're an artist, so you can do anything, and I appreciate we, you. We I, try. I miss you, and I love your face, man, and I will uh, talk to you real soon. Miss you too, man, and I will see you soon. Yeah, let's get together after this thing calms down. Cool. I might even smoke a joint with you. Why not? Oh, damn it. Let's do it. Celebration. Ne- you know what? I've, I've watched you smoke a thousand times, and I've never shared with you, but who gives a fuck at this point? Right. No, yeah, let's do it. It's legal anyway. <laughs> right. I'm still not used to that. You know, that's weird. <laughs> All right, brother. Talk to you soon. Awesome. Pleasure talking to you, Brandon. Brandon, we'll talk to you soon. Later. Bye. I love that guy, man. He's awesome. All the ink that I've ever gotten has been done by him. Uh, If you're anywhere near Colorado, period, even if you're from out of state, come to Colorado Springs, go to Sinister Tattoos, look him up on Facebook, check out his art, and uh, I could just do plugs for that guy all day because he's such a talented, talented, genuine, genuine human human being. His whole family's that way, so... Uh, you could look at him. He's covered head to toe in tattoos. Literally, I think only his face isn't done. Maybe the bottom of his feet. I've never seen them. Um, you know, he's he looks like a he looks like a death metal goat. That's why they call him that, man. And uh, you could judge him all you want by looking at him. But if you don't spend five minutes talking to the guy, then you're stupid because he's uh, an amazing human being. Same with Luke. But talk to him before that. Man, I just want to call people and make sure they're doing all right. Honestly, <laughs> I don't really care to adhere to segments and stuff, but I will do a product placement real quick. It's, uh, I can't even write. I I wrote these in handwriting this time. I didn't type it out, so I can't read my handwriting, (laughs) but I think I know what this is. Product placement. Brandon likes this stuff. Okay, I'm going to make this real quick. Uh, today's product placement and uh, kind of a hall of respect as well. I like this music. Oh, don't fade. Oh, damn it. Uh, anyway, today I always want to put over, um, and by the way, none of these places are paying me or giving me free shit. This is the stuff that I use or enjoy, and I want to throw it in your face. And I'm sure you already know about all of it, but... Uh, I just wanted to give a uh, little elevation, a little bit of awareness to delivery systems. It's a little hit and miss <laughs> at times, um, but, you know, the Grubhubs, the Uber Eats, all the, uh, you know, the delivery from grocery stores and things like that. And not to mention, like, nobody thinks about truck drivers and farmers and, you know, maybe this is supposed to be the Hall of Respect uh, 
<laughs> but it's not. I got something different for that. But it, okay, it can be half product placement, half hall of respect. It'll be the hall of product replacement respect. Boom. That's what it is. Okay. It's my damn show. I'll do what the hell I want to. Okay. I told you I'm in a bad mood. I talked to a couple of friends. They put me in a little bit of a better mood. I finished my coffee, my creme brulee Starbucks coffee. And that helped a little bit as well. So I'm in a better mood. That's not really all that attractive, though, is it? I mean, you don't listen to this to hear me be cheerful and happy. You hear me? You you, you tune in so I can just bitch and complain and moan and scream and holler about shit. But I don't feel like doing that right now. I think I did enough in the beginning. Anyways, uh, thank you to everybody who's out there keeping the, the shelves stocked, bringing food to my door. Except, you know, it wasn't even really. I, I tried DoorDash for the first time. And I guess I, there's Postmates now. There's a bunch of these things coming up. I'm sure it's a quite quite the booming industry at the moment. But I tried uh, DoorDash for the first time, and I ordered a Popeye's chicken sandwich. This is a week ago before I started my diet again. I've already lost five pounds, by the way, so I'm good start. And I just finished my banana. Hmm. So I'm doing good today, too. That's why I mentioned that. Anyway, um, we all love the big... Popeye's chicken sandwich. I got to stop thinking about it, what it looks like and tastes like, or I'll probably order another one, but not through, it wasn't really DoorDash's fault. I think it was more of Popeye's fault. I get the sandwich. It's on a brioche bun like it's supposed to. Had a little bit of mayo and a pickle like it's supposed to, but instead of that big, juicy, delicious, breaded, amazing crack sandwich, there was two little tiny chicken strips on there. Now, maybe they ran out. Maybe they thought I wouldn't know what it was. But no, I'm well-versed in the Popeye's chicken sandwiches, you pricks. So I had to call immediately and got a full refund, which was awesome. Thank you for that. So it wasn't DoorDash's fault. So um, the, I remember the driver was really nice, too. She was kind of cute, too, which was weird. It's like, because, you know, sex has been replaced by f- food for me. I'm 46 years old. Do you think I give a fuck about sex anymore? No. I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's really cute. Oh, there's my sandwich. Boom. <laughs> she doesn't exist anymore. So, um... Yeah, that was my only like bad. I mean, there's been a couple things where they've you know canceled and things like that, but yeah, they're they're out there doing their stuff and they're keeping the world moving. And uh, that's my product placement. Now let's get into the Hall of Respect. Welcome to the Hall of Respect. These people are awesome. I love them. Others out there who are providing an amazing service are entertainers. We've all been forced. To, I'm getting a call from Las Vegas. I wonder if this is a... Hang on, let's put this on hold. Oh, no, the, the call went away. I was going to answer it. It's probably somebody like, hey, come back to Circus Circus Hotel and uh, we'll give you a great deal. And then you get there and it's like a service charge. There's a hotel charge. There's all these different charges. Yeah, don't, don't believe that shit. Anyway, I wanted to... Um, Say thank you to entertainers, musicians, actors, uh, you know, everybody out there who's like posting constantly on uh, social media, all these different things that they're doing. It's really cool and it really occupies our time. Even like, you know, the WWE, who's out there working every single week, putting on their shows. And I'm sick to death of people shitting on the WWE. And this isn't the wrestling podcast. I do have a wrestling podcast called the the Nine Mile Drive Wrestling Podcast with me, Brandon Bishop. Yeah, you should go listen to that if that's your thing. If it's not, but still listen to this. You know, they shouldn't be doing stuff because they're going to infect each other and it's, it's gonna, they're going to take it home to their families. And do you realize I've been told from my inside sources that they've disinfected these buildings 
and the wrestlers and everything and tested everybody to the point where they can't do it anymore. It's safer to fly there and, and be there. And most of the wrestlers that they're using are also local people. They rarely fly people in. A lot of people live in Florida. That's why you're kind of seeing the same faces every week. And that's why you're seeing a lot of the NXT people down there. Which they all live there. So it's safer to drive to the performance center where they're filming their stuff and be in a pristinely clean building. And, and the show must go on. And there's a lot of entertainers outside of WWE as well. There's musicians out there just posting videos almost every day of them jamming and singing songs and stuff. And I'm, I appreciate that so much. And then there's people like you know Luke, who I talked to earlier, who's just... You know, putting out these little videos. I, I'm doing the same thing. I'm doing this new YouTube channel, which I'll talk about in a minute. Just trying to entertain people and distract them long enough to where this thing goes away and we can get back to normal and do our actual stuff. But creative people have to be creative. Productive people have to be productive. Artists have to be artists, just like Goat. He's out there painting and doing all these things to stay fresh, to stay uh, relevant in his own mind, at least. So I appreciate all of you and you're all, everybody. There's a lot of room and a hall of respect, and you're all invited, and uh, there's free tacos for everybody. Oh, God. Welcome to the Dungeon of Douches. These people are assholes. Yes, Chantel, my friend, they are assholes. Today's Dungeon of Douche is also a large group of people that we're all going to drag, kicking and screaming, through a dank, dark, rat-infested, Cockroach piss smelling, <laughs> that's disgusting, uh, garbage juiced hallway. Being, then we're going to take you into the dungeon of douche. We're going to chain you upside down by your ankles. We're going to tighten those clamps until your feet turn blue. With the top of your head, just the top of your head, like right up to the eyebrows. You're hung upside down and up to your eyebrows. You're just in the funkiest, nastiest, just gross Ugh, water it's just and it's dripping in the background and you got a little bit of a you know gray light coming through a barred window this is where you all belong and i'm talking about people that are shaming people in public for coughing and sneezing okay now listen i know what you're gonna think what that's stupid let me explain everybody coughs everybody sneezes everybody farts everybody belches okay it happens now for those of us and i've always been this guy I cover my fucking mouth, okay? For those of us who are covering our mouths or wearing masks or whatever it is, if you cough or you sneeze and someone looks at you like, oh my God, because this happened to me. No, I, don't, I haven't worn a mask because I honestly don't know how to make one. I don't know where to get one. And I'm, I, I feel good, okay? I know that's an ignorant thing to say. I get it. But, you know, everyone else is wearing masks, so I don't have to. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. But no, it's... Um, it's, 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 I sneezed. I actually pulled my shirt up over my nose. I don't know why I'm mocking this right now. You can't see me, but I'm like, literally, I have no shirt on. I'm actually naked right now. Like always when I do this podcast. So I'm, I'm pulling up an invisible shirt over my mouth. I pulled my shirt up over my mouth and I sneezed. I, I've been doing that for decades. Okay. That's just how I sneeze or you sneeze into your armpit or whatever. And this, this lady, not, not an old lady. She's probably about 10 years older than me. Just looked at me just like I was the grossest person on earth. And she didn't have a mask on. She didn't have, you know, anything like that. And just, I looked at her like, what? I fucking sneezed. I don't have the fucking plague. Like, fuck you. Don't look at me like that. I didn't say that, but I did say, what? And she just went, ugh. And it's kind of went the other way. 
<sighs> Fuck you people Okay You're not better than anybody That bitch probably came out and sneezed 10 times that day Or coughed 10 times that day after she saw me You're not better than anybody Everyone isn't gross And infected So that could be you know what honestly kills society Is just we all think each other We all think we're all gross now you know, I, I still hold my breath when somebody walks by me. I've always done that. You ever walk by somebody in the grocery store and that gust of wind comes after them? If you're both going opposite ways, you know, and you got a little speed between the two of you and that gust of wind comes after you and you kind of in, ingest it a little bit. I don't because I hold my breath every time someone passes me. <sighs> and then when that gust of wind dies down, I'll breathe again. I, I've always done that because I always thought it was gross. What did that person just farted? I don't want his air that came from his ass in my system. I don't want that. It's just, eh. So anyways, all you uh, cough and sneeze shamers out there uh, who are shaming people who cough and sneeze who are covering their mouths, yeah, screw you. And all you people who are out there coughing and sneezing at any point of history without covering your mouths, fuck you too. You're in the dungeon. Okay, I had a bunch of uh, questions and I've lost them, but I recently got a bunch more, so we're gonna go uh, go through all of these. Um, question one: I don't know who they're all from. I really don't. <laughs> oh, I'm stupid. I just, you know, I'm kind of lazy sometimes. We're supposed to be lazy right now. I'm taking full advantage of it. Question one, what is something you really resent paying for? Uh, well, there's health care. There's uh, education, my student loans, which thankfully are now done. Um, let's see. Uh, taxes, income taxes is really fucking stupid if you really look at it. Um, compared to a consumption tax is what we should all be heading towards. I'll explain that again. I've already talked about that in past episodes, so dig it up. Um, tacos. I think everyone should get free tacos. Question two. Uh, question two. I sound like Casey Kasem. Uh, when did uh, something start out badly for you, but in the end it was great? I jerked off the other day for like the first time in a while, and it just took forever to get started, I'm like, I was like nervous. Like this thing's not working anymore because there's been no vaginas around Brandon whatsoever. None that I can play with at least. And it's just been, uh, you know, it's been months. <laughs> it's pretty sad. And, um, yeah, it's just, I was like, holy shit, this is not going good. But at the end, you know, got it there and it, it works just fine. And boom, uh, bam, uh, boom goes the dynamite. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, but literally, uh, just about everything has started off badly or poorly or slowly or uh, annoyingly or aggravatingly. And, you know, a lot of times things end up well. It's worth the wait. Uh, okay. What is the best or worst practical joke that is, you've ever played on someone or that has been played on you? Jesus, man, I've, I've always fucked with people constantly. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where it's all kind of blurring together. That's kind of, uh, I guess I should have researched these questions beforehand and I did not. So I don't know. Um, I, I really don't know. I mean, there's been some good jokes on me. Um, like one time, uh, someone had a fake, I think MySpace account, like this is how long ago this was. 
I didn't even know this could be a thing back then. That's how long ago. And uh, it was some really hot chick, and she knew everything about me, and we had all these things in common. Turns out it was a friend of mine <laughs> playing a joke on me. I thought that was great. I laughed my ass off when I heard. I'm like, you know, I didn't really, you know, I didn't send dick pics or anything. I was just kind of like, hey, how you doing? You know, whatever. And uh, yeah, after a while, you start going, okay, she won't send me a picture. Like now, if someone wants to do that now, not that anybody has recently, but I'm like, okay, do me a favor. Before we get into anything, take a picture of yourself while holding a piece of paper that has my name written on it. And I'll do the same for you. That way it's all safe. It's secure. It's open. And uh, yeah, we're, we're good. Otherwise, don't fucking bother me because I don't have any time for you, which I don't really have time for you anyway. Um, what mythical creature do you wish actually existed Jesus, <laughs> God, <laughs> I would love for those things to exist. Uh, and if they do exist, which they, they don't, um, yeah, you're, you're fucking up bad. Okay. This is the kind of, uh, performance that I would expect from like an entry level worker at an oil change factory or something who's never touched a car before you suck at your job. So fuck you. And, uh, I'm not saying fuck you to anybody. You don't exist. What unethical experiment would have the biggest impact on society as a whole? I think we're living through that at the moment, aren't we? COVID-19, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, looking forward to see what they have next. Not to mention, you know, 9-11, killing JFK. We've been through all this. Uh, let's see. What are the things you are most thankful for in, in your life now or in the past? Easy, mom, kids, friends, tacos. Uh, if your life was a movie, what songs would be on the soundtrack? Great fucking question. I wish I would have researched this. And I don't like knowing the questions ahead of time. I just kind of jot them down, copy, save, boom, spew them out at you on the on the podcast. What's I, I mean, if I went by songs that I like, it would be like Pink Floyd, The Doors, The Beatles, Big Wreck, Sponge, uh, Cake. Uh, there's a shit ton of freaking songs I would like to, ha- like to have on a soundtrack. I don't know if they make any sense or not. Uh, okay, and last question. If you could have a secret video feed from anywhere in the world, where would you put it? A secret video feed? Would it, so it's so I know about it. It's not secret to me. But whoever I'm filming doesn't know about it. Uh, Lily Allen's bedroom? Nah, that's a that's a that's a pervert answer. I don't want to be the creeper guy. Uh, yeah, Lily Allen's bedroom. I'll go with that. Um I love Lily Allen. She's hot. Um actually I would love to have like behind the scenes, just like, yeah, I'm a big wrestling fan. So like maybe like WWE headquarters, like just to know everything that's going on. Or maybe, you know, I don't know. We can go obvious and be like the white house or area 51. I don't, I don't fucking know. I don't want to be anybody's creeper. I got a, uh, got enough shit to worry about myself. Um, Oh, that's it. That's all the ones I have. I want to know who is calling me from Las Vegas. Let's call them back. I enjoy doing things like this. Oh, spam bullshit. Anyways, I think it's about time I whip out my meat and we get started. Give me the meat! Give me the meat! How can you have any pudding if you don't give me the meat? I have got to make a freaking living just like all of you do. So I'm going to be selfish as F with the meat segment on here. I want to tell you everything that I got going on and you're going to sit there and listen to it and absorb everything. And then as soon as this podcast is over, damn it, you're going to sit there and go, Hmm, 
And you're going to look at all the notes because right now I need you to take notes. You're going to write down everything that I'm saying that you need to go do because I'm offering you entertainment. I'm offering you distraction. I'm offering you the passing of time. And I'm offering you my heart, my soul, my talents, and my passions. Okay? So can you at least do me the minimum favor. I'm not asking for a bunch of money. I'm not asking for even a lot of your time. I'm not asking for a commitment. I'm not asking for anything outside of give us a fucking chance. Now, I'm not going to sit here and beg and plead for anything, though times are freaking thin at the moment. I've had a rough go of it. I already explained it at the top of the show. I don't want to get into it again because then I'll start getting pissed off again. So we're going to start with Asai TV, ASYTV.com. It's going to be on Roku, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV real soon. Go there. Go to AsaiTV.com. Check it out. There's some freebie stuff that you can watch. And subscribe. It's only 5 bucks a month. Yes, it's a subscription just like Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, HBO Go, Disney Plus. You've got them all. You do. You, you probably have at least all of those. Add a side TV to it. That is my lifeblood. It's how I make a living, okay? We've lost about 60 subscriptions in the last three months because people can't afford the $5. And if you can't, I understand. But what I don't understand is that people are sitting around bitching about entertainment going, I've got money and I don't know what to do with it. And I want to go I'm running out of shows on Netflix. And I don't know what to do. And they want me leave the house. And I'm like, fuck you. Get AsaiTV.com. I wish that I could do a campaign ad, an advertising campaign like that. It says, fuck you. Get AsaiTV.com. A-S-Y-T-V.com. If you're my friend, if you're my personal friend and you don't have it already, guess what? You're not my personal friend, Okay. I have no respect for you if you can't even support me because I'm always out there buying everybody's albums, buying people's art, promoting their businesses, filming their businesses, doing everything I can to promote your shit. And you can't even spend five bucks on me. It's less than a cup of coffee at Starbucks. It's less than a breakfast fucking burrito. It's less than a cheeseburger combo at McDonald's now. I need your support. I need your business and you need entertainment. Two and two sometimes actually equals four. It's a SciTV, ASYTV.com. Don't make me yell at you anymore. We'll be back on Roku, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV real soon. And there's going to be a big advertising campaign when that happens. So be ready. Okay, next. Uh, I, in the meantime, while I can't do the thing that I do, I'm doing something else that I can do. I made up something new to do. I got a YouTube channel. Look up Brandon Bishop on YouTube. There's a picture of me pointing a camera at the uh, at the screen. There's like nine different brand new shows on there. Yes, I have Go There, Eat That, uh, The Angry Show, which is an old YouTube show I did, uh, and a side TV show that I did. Go There, Eat That's my travel food show, which uh, over a million people have actually watched through the three seasons. Uh, Alone in the Dark's my little one-man paranormal show that I do. Those three shows are on there. I've taken those from a side TV and put them on the YouTube channel. And they're still on a side TV, but... I've put those on the YouTube channel. And then there's like, I just recorded three episodes each of Make Me Like Country and Make Me Like Rap. People send in songs and I'm trying to like these genres of music. I don't. But, you know, some have hit a home run and some have just sent me absolutely garbage like Da Baby. What the fuck is that shit? 
Anyway, um, there's those two shows on there. There's a show I do called The Good News. I'm getting ready to go film a new one of those tonight. It's all about positive, uplifting, heartwarming, funny, goofy stories, and it's a, it's a news program hosted by me. All of these shows are hosted by me. I have a Funko Pop show because I got this big Funko Pop collection growing. I'm almost at like 150 of these things now, and I'm just going around buying them or just showing the ones that come in the mail. It, it's a lot of fun, man. It's keeping me busy. It's keeping me productive. It's keeping me creative. So there. Um, I've got a show called Driving and Bitching. <laughs> it's literally that. It's a dash cam show. Uh, you got the inside and the outside and it's a lot of fun. It's just me driving and bitching about shit. And, um, I like doing it. It's fun. Uh, I'm getting ready to start a new show, probably either tonight or tomorrow called Holy Crap, I'm Fat. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be a fitness show. Kind of like a home workout, uh, home dieting, you know, just giving tips and I'm going to lose about, hopefully about 40 pounds and doing this show and it's, you know, going to hold me accountable and have, have you hold me accountable because you're going to be watching it. So there's all of that and, and more, honestly, uh, there's all kinds of ideas I got stirring around my head. And these are just things that I'm filming here in the house or in and around town. So, uh, the Brandon Bishop YouTube uh, channel. So get a side TV. It's only five bucks a month. And then the Brandon Bishop channels on YouTube. So it's free. Also, my son and I have, we're still selling on Amazon. You can go to Amazon right now. Look up Billy Fred Whopper goggles. It's our first book. It's published. It's, it's, it's a great book, man. Lots of stories. If you're between 7 or 15 or even an adult, get the damn book and read it. There's all kinds of fun stuff. We've gotten rave reviews for it. And uh, when you order it, take a selfie with the back of the book over half of your face. Send it into the Facebook page for uh, Billy Fred Whopper Goggles. Check that out. My band, One-Eyed Buffalo, I'm starting to leak out songs. Uh, we just released We're All Just Stupid Humans. And that's on... Um, iTunes, Spotify, CD Baby, anywhere you get music, it's it's on, available on there. Uh, so that the next album's already underway. I've recorded a couple songs, and uh, I think I've shared them on this show. So there's that. Um, <laughs> I have no events coming up because of obvious reasons. No more chocolate and cheese expos or metaphysical holistic expos or you know, our little Comic-Con that we're going to throw together in May is not happening. So for obvious reasons, not my fault. I was looking forward to it. Uh, we raise money for charity with those things, but they're going to be coming back soon. Hopefully we're going to do the Comic-Con in, in October and uh, that'll be awesome. But um, what other ideas do you have that I could do? I mean, maybe I can do a film review show. Maybe I can do a, a product review show, like a product placement type of thing like I do on here. Maybe I can do a, there's all kinds of things, ideas that I've had in my head that I've always wanted to do, but I never had time to do them before. And now I do. So there's a lot of content on there, man. Let me tell you, there's a lot of content, baby. Mm -hmm. You got to go check it out, YouTube channel. Uh, anyway, um, what else do I do? If you like wrestling, I got the Nine Mile Drive Wrestling Podcast I do once a week, as well as this one. Wherever you found this podcast, you can find that podcast. If you're a wrestling fan, if you're not, then don't watch it. It's simple. <sighs> Colorado Springs channel, that's on hold right now, of course. But, uh, you know, hopefully as we start re-opening uh, all these businesses and stuff, they're going to need me. Hopefully, especially the ones that have canceled on me in the last couple months. <sighs> Let's get back on track. So that's the, you can go to springschannel.com. Check that out if you're here in Colorado or just curious about the city. And uh, what else is going on, man? I know there's something else. I'm going to stop this podcast and I would be like, oh, I forgot that. Hmm. I'm still single. Yeah, there's that. So ladies, uh, on the down low, message me. I'll give you my address and... You know, we should make our own little Tinder thing. Actually, I have no interest in doing that whatsoever, so please don't. Um, <laughs> I, I, like, shaved my balls for the first time since this is happening because, the you know, the forest was over 
overtaking the land, so to speak. And I'm not a fan of like body hair whatsoever on women or myself. Uh, so it's, it, it traps odor and it's just weird and smelly and we, ugh, I don't like it. Anyway, it gets in your throat and stuff, you know, not my pubic hair. I've never had, maybe I have had my own pubic hair in my throat, but I just didn't know that's what it was. I thought it was a cat hair or something. Yeah. Things to think about on a lonely night. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, I want to start my own like dating, not, not like a, an app or anything like that. I want to start like a, a TV show, like a dating TV show where I can bring people together and put them on dates. I know it's been done, but I think of a clever twist on it or something like that. I don't know. Sounds like a lot of fun. I've got so many fucking ideas, man. And like, I can only do a few of them at the moment until the, you know, the world reawakens. Well, it's, I know there's more. I mean, so I covered the book. I covered the albums, the music. I've covered, you know, all the TV networks. I've covered the YouTube channel. I've covered all the shows on that. I've co- there's all kinds of shit going on. I, you know what? I, I'm I'm very grateful. Yes, times are tough, and I'm hoping you're grateful as well. And I'm really grateful for a happy ending. Now it's time for the happy. I wasn't so bad, was it? I wasn't too angry. Like I said, I'm really hurt. I'm more hurt than anything, you know, with my mom losing her job and just with my business suffering right now. And, you know, I've managed to hide it from the kid at this point and put on a big smiley face and I'm super dad. Yeah, I can do that. But I'm just, you know, it hurts. It really does hurt. You know, I, I, at this point in my life and this point of my business, I wanted to be able to take care of my mom and make sure my kid has a bright future, you know, as far as just being taken care of and, He'll, he'll go his own way, of course, but I mean, just, you know, he can have every advantage that, you know, a lot of us don't get. I had a lot of advantages. My, my mom was great. And, you know, my stepdad at the time was great. I'm, I'm grateful. You know, it wasn't like emotional advantages by any means. And you know, that's the one thing I can offer my kid that, you know, above anything. But yeah, it just hurts a little bit, man. But I'm grateful. You know, none of us got sick. None of us are dying. Yes, I mean, we're all going through our own struggles and it's hard to uh, appreciate anybody else's, but just know that everyone is going through a struggle right now. And if you don't have to have confrontation with people, then don't. I'm working on that myself. And if, you know, come on people, I don't know how many people are listening to this right now. We have, I didn't even check the numbers from last week. Just be respectful. It's not hard to be respectful. It's really not. I don't know. It's just, I, I want to have a happy ending. That's what this segment is. I'm trying to leave, you know, all the bitching and moaning and complaining and whining and calling outs and all that stuff. I leave that behind in the happy ending segment. I haven't always done that. And I'm not doing a very good job of it right now, but just be respectful, man. Okay. Disrespect is the worst thing for me. Whether it's you, you know, booming your shitty music at 3 a.m. or any time of the day outside my freaking window. Whether it's, you know, you're just driving like an asshole or smoking in front of entrances or, you know, smoking around other people in general or shaming people for coughing and sneezing when they're doing their best to cover it up or coughing and sneezing without covering it up. You know, these are all just disrespectful fucking things, man. Quit being assholes. I'm working on it too, okay? I'm trying to calm my demeanor and remain positive. During these uncertain times. Yeah, I'm doing my best, okay? I'm not always good at it. I know you're not either, so... Just don't be a fucking asshole. That, that's my happy ending statement. Don't be a fucking asshole. Not right now, man. We all got enough on our plate. We don't need you fucking things up even worse. 
Anyways, man, I'm going to call this thing. I'm done. I need to get into a good place because I'm about to go film The Good News with Brandon Bishop. Yeah. I'm excited about it, too. i got a lot of good stories to share with you. And uh, check it out on YouTube pretty soon. And uh, go back, rewind, listen to all the other plugs, get a side TV, check out the YouTube channel, get the album, get the book. There's a lot of stuff going on, man. I'm trying to trying to keep you entertained, okay? Can you at least give it a shot? I right, love you, people. Be safe. And uh, don't be an asshole.